Hey everyone, it's Pacific, and welcome back to another episode of SCP Archives. Um, sorry this week is a little late, I've been a bit under the weather, but I'm feeling better now. Few things. First, if you live in Chicago, you have just a few weeks now to buy tickets to our first ever live show. On November 10th, in Chicago, at the Music Box Theater. I'm going to be performing live with John Grills and Shelby Scott, and the three of us have a two-hour-long show for you, one night only. And I have great news. If this show goes well and we sell a bunch of tickets, uh, the plan is to do a full tour as soon as we can. So, if you live in Chicago and you love the show, or maybe you love Creepy or Scare You to Sleep, or all three of us, make sure you buy tickets, which you can find at bit.ly slash bloodyfm. Again, that is bit.ly slash bloodyfm. Second, following on the heels of this episode is a very special guest episode. Uh, We are sharing our feed with the podcast 13. I'm a huge fan of 13. It is one of the few scary story podcasts that I need to listen to every October. Um, And that's all I want to say. It's a great show. You should go check out their feed drop right now. They did a special five-part series for October. uh, And it's incredible. And it's amazing. And it's great acting, great music. It's a great story. So go check out 13 wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Again, that is the word 13, not the number. That is it for this week. So, without further ado, this week's episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. The SPC Database. Punching material beyond this point. Sharks and shark sympathizers attempting access will be monitored, located, and punched in the face. This is your sole warning. Item number SPC-049 Shark Class Haymaker Appearance Spiny Dogfish Shark Punching Contingencies SPC-049 is to be kept in a containment chamber with the area of one football field with a depth of 17 feet. Any individual sharks are to be designated SPC-049-1, and any eggs or egg sacs are to be designated SPC-049-2. Due to the moroidin-filled needles, the shark is to be punched with a glove with a thickness of 2 to 3 inches on the puncher's hand. Description SPC-049 is a species of shark resembling Squalus acanthius, with feathers on the dorsal fin, with the barbs in the feathers replaced with needles filled with moroidin. SPC-049 was discovered around the coast of New Zealand. SPC-049 enters its mating cycle when the water's ambient temperature is at 26.7 degrees Celsius, in which case SPC-049 will follow the spiny dogfish's regular mating cycle, 
except that SPC-049 will become more aggressive than usual. Item number, SCP-173. Shark class, Haymaker. Appearance, Living Statue. Shark punching contingencies. SCP-173 is to be punched in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP-173's container, no fewer than three persons may enter at container, and the door is to be locked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with SCP-173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Description SCP-173 is a shark statue constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. SCP-173 cannot move while within direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time with SCP-173 while punching. Personnel assigned to enter container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. Object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by eating you. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe Class 4 Hazardous Shark Contingencies Procedures. Item number SPC-1057 Shark Class Jab Appearance Tiger Shark Punching Contingencies SPC-1057 is punched in a reinforced glass containment tank 4 meters tall, 15 meters long, and 9 meters wide, filled with water which has been treated to replicate a temperate ocean environment. See document 1057H22 for specifications. Vegetation in SPC-1057's habitat is to be maintained twice a week. See document 1057H19 for specifications. It is forbidden to enter SPC-1057's tank for 30 minutes before and after feedings. SPC-1057 is to be fed 5 kilograms of raw meat and fish three times a day. Once every four days, this meat and fish is to be injected with non-toxic fluorescent dyes. See document 1057G4 for specifications. The tank is to be lit with ultraviolet lamps. Description SPC-1057 is an animate, empty space, 5 meters long, in the shape of an adult tiger shark, Galeocerdo cuvier. It does not appear to have any mass. However, it displaces water by an unknown mechanism. SPC-1057's refractive index is approximately that of air, which makes it partially visible when immersed in salt water. As well, its anti-shadow is discernible under bright light. Experiments involving the insertion of fists into SPC-1057's body have revealed that there is nothing there. However, further experiments along these lines are indicated, as discovering a means of effectively punching SPC-1057 is of the utmost importance. SPC-1057's behavior has been assessed by center ichthyologists as being within normal parameters for an adult tiger shark. Any food consumed by SPC-1057 disappears, 
with the exception of the non-digestible fluorescent dyes, which are regularly added to SPC1057's food to facilitate monitoring its behavior. These dyes persist within SPC1057 for five to nine days and outline a digestive and circulatory system. Several hypotheses to explain how this is possible when there is manifestly no actual shark present have been suggested, tested, and disproved. See Archives 1057 and 4. Acquisition Log SPC-1057 was captured in the Mayfair Public Swimming Pool in Illinois, where it killed two swimmers and mutilated a lifeguard. Five people were killed in the ensuing panic. Center personnel embedded in the local hospital reported the incident. Punching agents arrived on the scene, and SPC-1057 was eventually taken into custody. During forensic examination of the swimming pool premises, document 1057K24 was discovered on the staff bulletin board. Although document 1057K24 is handwritten, no fingerprints were found on it. Document 1057K24. Panic means that the idea of a shark can be more dangerous than an actual shark. It can even be more dangerous than no shark at all. Are we sharks yet? Hey everyone, it's Pacific here with an ad break and a reminder. You can get ad-free episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. And now, back to the show. Item number, SPC-1373, Shark Class, Haymaker. Appearance, Dusky. Shark Punching Contingencies. SP-31373-A, 1373-B, and 1373-01 through 06 are to be stored in standard punching tanks. Requests for the punching of SPC-1373-01-06 must be made in writing to the current head puncher of SPC-1373. All punchers with level 2 clearance or above are allowed access to SPC-1373-A and SPC-1373-B, which are not presently considered anomalous, except by association. SPC 1373-07 through-16 are not currently being punched. Mobile Fist Team Theta 5, the bigger boat, is assigned to locate and punch these entities before they achieve sexual maturity and begin reproducing. All surface and subsurface vessels in the area are to be tracked and periodically examined for unusual hole damage. Description. SPC-1373-01-06 are the carcasses of six newborn albino dusky sharks. Recovered from the womb of a pregnant dusky shark, SPC-1373-A, caught off the coast of California on May 11, 2011. The mother shark was punched by the center upon reports that spectoral fin bore a luminescent tattoo reading, Property of Dr. Fintertainment. A necropsy revealed the presence of SPC-1373-01 through 06, which were judged to be capable of surviving and were delivered live via cesarean section, and then punched. 
SPC-137301-06 with Cylonic holoprosynphialia. Manipulation of each organism's dorsal fin caused the eye to emit laser light at wavelengths of 72 nanometers. Experimentation revealed that the intensity of the laser can be adjusted with pressures on the fin at a maximum output of 274,000 wavelengths with 32 newtons of force applied. This is sufficient to burn through fists at close range of 50 to 100 centimeters. In the case of SPC-1373-01, this resulted in the cooking of the organism's rudimentary brain, causing its immediate death. SPC-1373-02 burned to death after it ignited the salary of its own eye. SPC-1373-03 and 04 were sliced apart by SPC-1373's O5's laser when O5 experienced a brainstem seizure causing it to convulse spasmodically before dying, and-06 died of cardiac malformation. The mechanism by which SPC-1373 generates laser light is not fully understood. It is believed to use light force as a gain medium. Each organism's single eye were incapable of sight, instead being filled with a large amount of laser cells, containing isotopes. However, whether the cyclophia was an intentional modification or merely incidental is as yet undetermined. As is typical with organisms afflicted by holoprosynthelia, the majority of the brains was absent. However, data expunged possibly intended as a replacement. SPC-137307 through 16 are the offspring of SPC-1373-B, a pregnant dusky shark captured on July 12, 2011, approximately 160 kilometers east of the capturing point of SPC-1373-A. When SPC-1373-B was brought on deck of the civilian fishing vessel Anderson's Trident, the ship's crew noticed weird lights coming from the shark's thoracic area. The precise sequence of events that followed are unclear. However, three crew members were sliced to death by lasers and another five blinded. Subsequent punching and examination of the carcass of SPC-1373-B indicated that it had been sliced open by lasers from the inside and revealed traces of no less than nine placental yolk sacs. A note was found inside the womb of SPC-1373-B, with severe laser damage. Refer to document 1373-HG41 for details. Document 1373-HG41 Document Damage Hours of fun and laughter, these little fellows can document damaged, even your school lunches. Document Damaged Warning. Changing adult document damaged. Item number SPC-3284, shark class hangnail, appearance great white. Shark punching contingencies. Due to the extreme heat, instances of SPC-3284 are nearly impossible to engage in their natural habitat. The current protocol for dealing with SPC-3284 infestations is to drain the lava lake they are located in and then move in to punch them while wearing heatproof armor. For this reason, Mobile Fist Team Sigma-6, Flaming Fists of Fury, are to be included in all 3284-related operations. Description SPC-3284 is a species of silicon-based life form that superficially resemble Carcharodon carcarius, white sharks, commonly known as great whites. 
Instances of SPC3284 typically inhabit bodies of molten lava and have a unique physiology that allows them to swim through it as easily as an ordinary shark swims through water. They do not seem to require sustenance beyond the thermal energy provided by their environment, but will attempt to consume any organic material they can reach. The mechanism used to detect organic material is unknown at this time. Discovery SPC-3284 was first discovered during a raid on a Marshall Carter and Shark Limited facility, where they were using genetic engineering and data expunged to produce designer sharks to sell to the highest bidders. Using documents acquired from the raid, center agents were able to track a shipment of SPC-3284 to a lava lake in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Since then, at least nine infestations of SPC-3284 have been discovered, including one in Yosemite National Park. Current research suggests that populations of SPC-3284 annually migrate to new locations through the Earth's mantle. This, combined with their ability to live off thermal energy, may explain why their populations are so widespread. Efforts to drill through the mantle are ongoing. Incident Report 839-229 I was led into the room by two men in black their eyes hidden by sunglasses. Maybe they felt pity for what was about to happen to me. Maybe they didn't. One of them shoved me down into a chair. Did I feel a tremble in his hand? Was it just me lying to myself? Trying to fool myself into thinking there was some regret in this godforsaken place? I knew why I was there. The murder of my wife. I knew it was wrong, but I didn't care. For that one moment where my hands were around her neck, I was God. I knew I wasn't the devil, as I saw him looking out at the new arrivals to that place. Our new prison. A great new opportunity to serve our country. Freedom in a month. It was hell. A doctor walked into the room and sat on the other side of the cold metal table. Hello, TA-839-229, he said, a small smile playing at his lips. He had seen this before, the bastard. was probably looking forward to whatever hell I would go through. He placed a small bronze ring on the stainless steel table. The initials HT shone from the light reflected on them. It didn't look like anything special. Please wear this ring, TA-839-229, the doctor said, and leaned back. I'd seen people shot for refusing to do what the doctor said, so I reached forward and tried to put the ring on one of my fingers. It refused to fit no matter how hard I tried. Eventually, I just put it on my pinky finger. How are you feeling, TA-839-229, asked the doctor. I looked up. God. Damn it, jerk was playing with me. Make me put on some dirty old ring. Fucking hungry, I replied sarcastically. Then the pain began. I jerked forward, blood trickling out of my mouth. Oh god, what was happening? One of my teeth fell out. It landed on the table and started shaking, as if it were trying to get away. Within a few seconds, all my other teeth joined it. As I watched them in horror, they began to squirm and writhe and change shape. Soon I was looking at a dozen miniature... Sharks? As I was taken away by security, my fingers fell off. As I was thrown into a cell, my toes... 
As they explain to me I'm in observation, the hammerheads that were once my eyes rip apart my sockets. As I sit in the cold, my only company a single security camera, organ-sized sharks come up my throat, their eyes flicking here and there. They all come out, my liver, my lungs, my heart, and every other organ until I felt no longer. And I could feel myself This episode was possible thanks to our patrons. Joining us this week was Mouse Mouth, Attempted Murder of Crows, Scott Atkins, Rook, Eric M. Guerrero, Andy Hancher, Caleb Boyce, Harem, Knightley H., Kat Bronham, and Michael Neville. SPC 049 was written by Candy King 6. SPC-173 was written by V-112. SPCs-1057, 1373, and 3284 were written by Sonata Green. Our narrator was Graham Rowett. Our storyteller was Rissa Montanez. Recounter was Alyssa Park. Researcher was Pacific Obadiah. Lava Lover was Melissa Lusk and TA-839-229 was Daisy McNamara. Our sound designer was Travis McMaster, and our music was done by Matt Roy Berger. Our theme song was made by Tom Roy Parsons, and I'm your showrunner, Pacific S. Obadiah. Our producers are Tom Owen and Brad Miska, and this is a Bloody FM show. For more information, visit bloody.fm. <laughs>